Hello and welcome to the Wellness Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Taff, and for this very first episode, I'm going to talk to you all about stress and give you stress management tools that work. I believe that our knowledge is our power and having an understanding of how your body works and what you can do day to day to feel better is so important. We will cover how ending the stress cycle each day is the most effective way that you can avoid burnout and emotional exhaustion. We'll talk about brain dumping, a powerful tool that helps us question our thoughts and bring us back to just living a more present and less stressed out life and a daily dose of stillness. You can expect an episode with me and other guests every Monday morning at 7am. Please share with a friend or leave a review if you enjoy. But for now, let's get into the episode. So hello, and I'm so excited to finally be getting to sit down and record the podcast episodes. I've wanted to do this for so long because I personally love listening to a podcast and getting a bit of information stuff that can help me while I'm out for a walk or in the gym or whatever. So thank you for listening. Um, Yeah, so today I really want to talk about stress because I just think it's such a massive part of our health and our well-being. But it can be kind of tricky to navigate and to know what to do to actually help ourselves and to feel better and to manage our stress. So what I want to start off by chatting about is the the most important thing to remember is that a lot of our stress is caused by our mind and our thoughts. But our body can't tell the difference between a thought, so a thought you have about something and then something that's happening in real life. So for example, you could have been in work and it was a stressful day and you've left the office, you've got home and you're sitting on the sofa, but you're thinking about that scenario while you're on the sofa. So this, even though you've left the situation, this activates your fight or flight response. Okay, so your thoughts can activate your stress response. And what we need to do is remember that stress management is not something that we do once in a while when we really feel stressed out and it's kind of getting overwhelming and we're like, okay, I really need to de-stress. Small and often is key. So if there's one thing that you take from this whole podcast, I would love it to be that you, your body has a stress cycle. So when you get up in the morning and maybe it's when you're in the house or when you get into work, your stress cycle starts. Something happens that makes you feel a bit stressed out. But in order to prevent, like we said, that emotional exhaustion and burnout and it just getting too much, we have to get into the habit of just doing something small at the end of every day to end the cycle because your stress response is in your body. So your mind can't tell your body to stop. We need to do something, some form of stress relief tool, which I'm going to talk through with you to just let your body know that it's safe. Everything is okay and it can relax. Okay, so just that if you can just think of giving yourself the gift of doing one wind down thing in the evening, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be something big. It's just a small thing for yourself, but it'll get in. It'll help you end that stress cycle and this will have a massive impact on your health. Um, so. Yeah, I suppose we'll get into the to the different tools. Um 
there are different ones and I'm going to give you some of the physical um, tools that, that are really easy for us to do. Um, and the first one is some movement. Like one of the most powerful stress relief tools is just moving your body. So what happens when you're stressed is your body goes into fight or flight response. And this basically is when your body primes itself to fight or flee from a threat. Okay, so it sends all of its energy to your muscles, your heart rate speeds up, your breathing increases, and it takes away our energy from things like digestion and reproduction because that's not really important in that moment. But it's getting ready for a physical fight. But if what caused you to feel stressed is maybe thoughts about a deadline you have to meet or something like that, that isn't physical that that is in our mind but our body then needs something it needs to know that it can relax so it needs to use that energy to move so if you if you start thinking about it like that it's a really helpful way so like I just said movement is so it's just such an easy one so this could be like going for a walk maybe you like to do your gym after work going for a swim or just doing some yoga like I have found um I kind of fell into a bit of a rut with um coming in from work and just sitting on the sofa and watching TV that does not end any stress cycle and yeah I enjoy it at the time but it's not as effective as me getting up and getting out so in the the evenings now one of my favorite routines is I have this lovely walk not too far from my house this lovely long road and it's gorgeous it's like loads of nature and stuff around it so Every evening I just go on and I pick a little podcast and I'll go for my evening walk and then I'll come back and I'll sit down and I'll watch the TV. And you know, I I didn't realize how much I enjoyed it until I stopped doing it for a few days. So it's something so simple. Can you meet a girlfriend or just go by yourself? Like I said, listen to a podcast and just have a stroll. I also love like YouTube videos for yoga, just to give your, yourself a stretch. Um, but movement, some form of movement is a really great tool. The next tools that we know are really helpful are things like crying. So have you ever felt stressed out for quite a long period of time, but you've you've never actually slowed down enough to process it and Basically, um, I'm going to share the name of the book underneath. It's fantastic. It's it's all around burnout, but it the science shows us that obviously crying is our body releasing emotions that we've held on to, but it also ends that cycle, right? So I'm talking to you as someone who is quite uncomfortable crying. It's always been something that I prefer to do by myself, um, or try not to at all. But since I've learned how important it is for my body to just let it out I've got into the habit of even if I'm watching something happy or if I'm watching something sad or I just get to a point in a day where I'm like oh my god there's so much going on and I just feel really emotional if you let yourself cry notice the relief that you feel after versus before so again that's a lovely way to let out some of your emotions and things like creative writing and journaling So you all know I'm a big fan of a brain dump for stress management and over on the Instagram page I have lots of brain dump journaling prompts Um, and the idea behind this is right your mind is not designed to hold on to all of the information. Like it's not, it's not a storage place. Um, so I, I, I heard this brilliant analogy before where if we think of our, our mind as like the desktop on your computer. So if you 
start to store every single thing on the desktop of your computer? What does that screen look like? Your home screen? It's chaotic. It's like, I'm not imagining none of it's in folders or anything. It's just all scattered and everything. It's chaotic. It's hard to find things. It's, it's, it'll slow you down. Eventually it would slow your, your laptop or your computer down. We need to store it somewhere. Okay. And, and by storing, I don't mean storing in our mind. Storing, I mean, in a journal, having like a, a thing like OneNote or um, Notion on your laptop are great apps where you can just put everything that you need to remember that you need to do onto your computer. We need to move it out because unless you do, it's going to be really hard for you to get clarity on things, for you to concentrate, for you to have your best ideas. I love to think even of like, say the sky, right? And you obviously have your gorgeous blue sky and the sun and say the sun represents your mind and your source of like ideas and clarity and like your connection. And underneath it is this big, thick gray cloud and it's blocking all of it. There's there's no way for for any of it to get through. The sun is beaming, but it can't come through the clouds. Imagine that heavy cloud represents all of the thoughts and all of the things you're trying to remember in your mind, your to-do list, your worries, fears. We've got to just put them somewhere and get into the habit of regularly doing that. So then you can have a clearer mind. You can have more clarity. You can hear your intuition. You can, you're, you're more connected. Um, so that is why a brain dump is just a brilliant tool. And especially guys, if you struggle to sleep, have a blank notebook beside your bed and if your 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 mind is going to things you need to do tomorrow or you're thinking of ideas and stuff, just put it onto the page and just say, right, I know it's there. I can pick that up in the morning when I actually need the information, but close it so you can go asleep. And it's funny because I always, it's some of you who see me talking about the brain dumps and then you go and actually do it. I've I've gotten some messages and <laughs> you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize how much I needed that, but I actually couldn't stop writing. Like I just kept writing and writing and writing. It's like opening a valve in your mind and just letting it all out and feeling the release. And yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do when I'm feeling stressed. Okay, so the next tool that I want to talk to you about is meditation or mindfulness. And I know this is one that a lot of you find kind of tricky and you feel that you're not good at it and that it's really hard. But the first thing I always say is you maybe might have the wrong goal with meditation. So I just want to remind you that the goal of meditation or mindfulness is not to stop your thoughts. It's just to improve your relationship with your thoughts. So I, I'm i a big fan of a daily dose of stillness and if you find sitting down and meditating really difficult, like it's really uncomfortable, that's absolutely fine. But what I would say is if if it's really a struggle and you, your, your mind is really busy and stuff all the time, it would be important for you to maybe just bring in a daily dose of stillness, but you can do it in other ways. You don't have to start off by sitting down and doing um, a meditation. So we can stack this habit with different things. So for example, if you're driving home from work, instead of again, filling your mind with noise and information, can you drive with the radio off and actually just 
have a bit of silence while you're on the way home for a walk. Some days if I'm really stressed out or my mind is so busy, the last thing I need is to listen to a podcast or more information. I need silence. And I, I've I've posted about this on Instagram before on, on the days where I'm like, it's a it's a no headphone kind of walk or you can put your headphones in, but have them turned off. That again is a nice way to get some stillness because we're so go, go, go. And we've so much going on and so much information and podcasts and TV and work stuff and our phones. We're constantly being bombarded with information. If we don't have some sort of stillness in our day and some sort of silence, when are we ever going to get to hear our own voice? Or like like we talked about with the journaling, get some clarity and stuff. So a daily dose of stillness in whatever way you can, whether that is a meditation practice, whether it is driving with your um, radio off, whether it's a walk without listening to um, any podcasts or music, or even just sitting down for a meal without a distraction. So can you just sit down in silence and eat your food? And just be present for the food. And I know if if you're someone who finds that your mind is super busy, it can feel quite uncomfortable. Um, but we with practice, you will be able to kind of slow it down and just become the observer. Like I'm going to talk you through like an absolutely brilliant tool to help us kind of become the observer of our thoughts and learn that we're not actually our thoughts and we can allow them come and go, but um, yeah, a daily dose of stillness is is important for all of us. So next, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite tools. And if you're listening to this and you may have read Eckhart Tolle, New Earth or The Power of Now, and you understand kind of the idea behind it of how our thoughts can cause us so much suffering and how we we will benefit from living more in the present moment. This tool that I'm going to give you is really along those lines, but it's super easy and it's a really practical way to actually put what he talks about into practice. Because I know with that book, I remember the first time I read it, I think 80% of it went over my head and then I went back again and more came in. So when, as I became more conscious, I understood it more. But this tool I'm going to teach you is really, really good. So this is the work of Byron Katie and it's called inquiry. So the first thing, when we feel stressed or uncomfortable, we need to ask ourselves, whose business are we in? And there's three types. So we have my business, we have your business, and we have the universe's business. So my business is everything that's mine and what I have control over. Yours could be a random person, say, in a queue in front of you, maybe your neighbor or your partner or your friend. And the universe is things like the weather and inflation and all those big things that we we really don't have much of a say over by the small things that we can do. Um, you know what I mean, with our to for climate change and all that jazz. Um, but what happens is when we leave our own business, we lose our power and we leave ourselves. So if I'm sitting here, right, and I am, I'm like, do you know what? I'm so pissed off at this weather. It's ruining my day. It's 
so annoying. Like, can it not just be sunny? I'm so sick of this country. Like, I wish it could change. I am not in my business. And I'm also in someone else's business, i.e. the universe, that I have no control over. And so I feel powerless here and it's causing me stress. So when I when I have these thoughts, it's causing me to feel annoyed and frustrated and stressed out. And this happens a lot. I notice myself now because I've kind of tried to build a habit of watching where my mind goes when I feel stressed out. Um, but a really good one would be, say, for example, when I go into my partner's business. So say, for example, I have a thought where I'm like, he should be home by now. Okay, say he's running late from work and doesn't get a chance to do the dinner or I got to finish early, but it meant that I was doing the cleaning or whatever. And my thought is he should be home by now. Okay, so what you do is there's four questions and I'm going to leave the link to this book because I think it's so helpful for every one of us. But the first question I ask is, is it true? Is it true that he should be home by now? And in that moment, I'll probably say, yeah, he should be. I'm doing the dinner. I'm doing the cleaning. I've also been working all day. He should be here to help me. You know, when you get into a bit of an annoyed um, flow. And then the second question you ask yourself, can I really know it's true? What is the reality? So the reality is it's not true because he's not home yet. That's the reality of it. So in the first one, when I'm saying, yeah, I'm ignoring the reality of it. Okay. So when I ask the second question, can I really know it's true? It's not true because the reality is he's not here yet. The third question you ask is how does this thought make me feel? So when I think the thought and I'm, (laughs) imagine me bulling around the house being like, he should be home by now. It makes me feel like angry, pissed off, moody. I'm ready to snap as soon as he gets in the door. I'm frustrated. I'm resentful. Like it's really, this one thought has me so worked up. This one thought that is not reality has me so worked up. Okay. And then the fourth question you ask is who would I be without that thought? So if I was just at home and I couldn't think he should be home by now, The reality is I'd probably just be pottering around, maybe enjoying the fact that I am off work and I'm home early and I have time to cook my dinner or watch the TV or go for a walk. So it's like a meditation where you have to just pause and be like, okay, if I couldn't think that, if I just didn't have that thought, who would I be? How would I feel? And it's so powerful because so much of our stress is caused by our thoughts and by going and fighting against reality. And we can use this, like I've used this tool in small areas like like that day-to-day stuff or like big areas where there may be things that are really not going the way that I want them to and my mind, I have a thought about it and it's 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 making the reality of the situation much, much worse. So I, I'm going to leave the name of the book. Um, it's Byron Katie, Loving What Is underneath, but it's it's absolutely brilliant. Um, and then to finish it off, what you do is you turn the thought around. So we know that a lot of what we see in our life is a reflection of 
ourselves, something we need to work on or something inside us. So this is where we turn the thought around that we have. So after I've asked who I am without the thought, if I turn the thought he should be home around, it's he shouldn't be home yet because he's not. And that's okay. That's the reality. You can also turn a thought around. So say if you have like a thought like that about someone else, put I in front of it. So I should be home by now because I am and because I wanted to be. Like that's the reality of it. And this teaches us that so much of our thoughts about situations cause the suffering. And if we really, really pull it back to one moment at a time, just in this moment, and we can question and inquire about the thoughts that we're having. Like that's, there's a lot more peace and a lot more happiness and a lot more ease. Like our mind will create the worst possible situation and have us feeling like it's real when it's not. So I would really recommend using this if you want to reduce your stress or just become a bit more conscious and just a bit happier. I can safely say that it it helps me a lot. And if I ever get stuck on a thought, I'll do the four questions and turn it around. And 99% of the time, it makes me feel better. Okay, so what I would really suggest that you do after we've talked about stress management is get a pen and paper or the notes on your phone and just say to yourself, what stress management do I have in my life at the moment? So are there things that you do that you find really helpful that kind of help you feel better and just write them down? Okay. And there's no, don't, no judgment on yourself for how little or how many you have. This is just a practice to help you become more conscious of where your self-care is at. Okay. And if it's not many, if you feel like, look, I think my self-care, my stress management is a bit lacking. I'm stressed a lot of the time and I I know that I need to, to start off. Just start with this whole concept of doing a wind down. Okay. So a daily wind down where you do one thing, it could be for 10 minutes. It could be for 30 minutes. It could be an hour, like whatever time you have, But what I will say, and something that I have learned (laughs) that I have to do, like yesterday, I had to choose my evening walk to wind down over Love Island because I didn't have time for both. And this is the thing about self-care is sometimes it, it does include doing the things we don't want to do, but they're for your highest good. So I went for the walk and I got back and you know what? I felt so much better. I really did. And I'm able to watch it to catch up on it today. So it's, it's, it is about kind of like, sometimes I have to call my own bullshit and be like, okay, you're saying you don't have time for this, but you'll spend 30 minutes on Instagram before you go to bed or you're watching YouTube or Love Island. So just building this, this habit of your, your wind down. Okay. What can I do to wind down and use one of the tools that I've said here, your movement, your journaling or your brain dump, if you need to cry, um, like even little things like affection, like a hug off a friend or petting your dog, 
something your your daily dose of stillness if you haven't had a chance to do it that day can you listen to a guided meditation or can you just lads even if you sit down okay close your eyes and take five massive deep breaths and the way we we can really bring our body into this to kind of end the stress cycle is to fill your belly with so much air right like fill it all the way up and as you release keep pushing it out until it's empty so really kind of connecting your mind and your body even doing that five times helps so I think sometimes when we think of stress management and we're like oh Jesus I don't know where to start I don't know I don't know what to do like I don't have time for an hour's yoga class or I don't have time for a retreat or a massage or whatever for stress management those things are great but let me tell you if you can do the 10 or 15 minute wind down every evening that is going to help your body more so much more um so yeah pick your one or two things that I've talked about today and also head over to the website where I have a toolbox and there's free meditations there so I have a grounding meditation for stress and there's also um it's like a brain dump visualization where we use a campfire and visualize just putting everything in there and letting it turn into smoke um it's so nice I use it a lot myself um and your your brain dump journaling which I'll um link the Instagram underneath for you as well. Guys, if you found this helpful, I would be so grateful if you shared it with a friend and left a review. Um, it's new and I'm so excited to, to sit down and have the chats. My plan is I'm going to do like our, for when I'm giving you tools, it'll be like a more succinct like episode where it doesn't take you ages to get the information out of it. And then I have some brilliant guests lined up for the rest of the season. So I hope that you that this can be a space that you can learn so much wellness and self-development tools and things that can just help you um, feel better. But for now, I'm going to stop rambling and I will talk to you in next week's episode. Bye.